0: wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Aloha and good morning, sweet sisters. Today we have a very special guest. Her name is Erica Diaz Castro, and she has been such a sweet friend of mine. God has just connected us in ways I cannot even believe. Beginning last year, And she is actually going to come on and talk to us today about speaking the truth in love, which is something that I had alluded to last week. And honestly, I was just struggling with how I was going to present that to you guys. And the more that I prayed about it, the more I thought about it, Erica, she's teaching this in her course that I'm going through right now on Heaven's Timeline. And it's just a blessing to have her come. So We're going to pray and let her spiel. Father God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for sisterhood and for little pockets in our day that we use for your glory and your worship. And please just amidst all of our humanness and our rushing and our hurrying, let us just be present with you for this short clip as we learn the importance of speaking the truth in love we love you jesus we thank you and we praise you in jesus name amen all right erica why don't you introduce yourself and i'm gonna let you just
1: go <laughs> what's up y'all i'm erica um i call myself your jesus this loving puerto rican life coach and so that's all that's it that's all i am right i'm more i have um you know a podcast and Paige talked about the course that she's going through now. And honestly, I think that so much of what we do really relies on our ability to speak the truth in love. And that's actually why at the beginning of the course, that's like one of the first things that I teach on because everything that we tend to struggle with comes back to communication and it starts with our communication with the Lord. And then it overflows into our communication or lack thereof with others. So today, I actually wasn't really sure where I was going to start scripture wise. And I opened my Bible and it's already open to Galatians chapter five. And if you have ever studied the fruits of the spirit, that is where we find the passage on the fruits of the spirit. So I'm going to read from chapter five to you, and I'm going to start in verse 16. If you have your Bibles, if you don't know, worries, because I'm about to read. Okay. So keep in step with the spirit. Verse 16. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Verse 17 for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for those are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Verse 18. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, division, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But, verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, So this is where I really want to just sit today. And the reason is because we see examples of communication styles we might employ to speak at those we do life with when we walk by the flesh, right? Like when we're giving into our desire to prove a point or when we give into our desire to be right, or just feel heard. Sometimes we do it so forcefully and it's just what I call adult temper tantrums, you know, like you're just not exercising self-control and you're not speaking and communicating in a way that respects and honors the person you're speaking to and engaging with. And the thing about speaking the truth in love is that people are under this false pretense that We need to tell people what they want to hear or sugarcoat it. And that's actually not it. In fact, I would argue, and I firmly hold to this belief, that when you are indirect with someone, you're actually not extending respect and love to them because you're not telling them what it is. You're, in fact, giving into your fleshly fear of rejection, judgment, the other person's reactions, right? And if we just flip a couple chapters before chapter five, go to chapter one, verse 10, the verse says here, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of of Christ. So when you're withholding truth from someone because you don't want them to get offended, because you don't want them to be, in you know a hard position to either disagree with you or to just straight up end the conversation you are not being kind you're not being respectful you're not honoring their time and you're certainly not honoring the lord because at that moment what you're putting before the lord is your own perceived safety right maybe you're not a confrontational person i get that um and I think those are the, oftentimes the women I tend to work more on this with, the women who don't like confrontation, because to them, having that disagreement or having that hard conversation is painful. And the person disagreeing with them or the person taking offense is essentially bringing to life their one of their fears, which could be manifest in several ways, rejection, judgment, things like that. So I share all this because You will be tempted to be indirect. You will be tempted to be unkind. You will be tempted to be in a fit of anger that you will very well justify because we're smart, right? Like we have the capacity to convince ourselves and others to manipulate ourselves and deceive ourselves into thinking that we have every right to be angry and to be harsh, to give a harsh word, right? But throughout the entire Bible, we see constant reinforcement that. There is actually death that comes from our words if we exercise that type of communication style, right? The opposite of that is gentleness, right? Compassion, love, self-control. If you feel yourself bubbling up in a fit of rage, bow out. My husband and I actually have a a rule that we can't speak to each other the way that we would... um, we can only speak to each other. Let me rephrase the way that we would to our boss. So we're not allowed to give our boss more respect than we give each other. Right. And I'm self-employed at this point. So God is my boss. Right. Um, But he is still part of an organization and he has leaders who he needs to respect if he wants to keep his job. And he's not allowed to give them more respect than he's giving me. So if he feels himself all frustrated or if I feel myself getting frustrated and we're trying to drive a point home or we're trying to get to a place where we need to communicate the truth to each other, right? The thing that is actually the issue, but we need to do so in love. We have made a rule that we're allowed to circle back. And I think that that has been one of the healthiest things that we've implemented in our relationship. And it's really helped us take our communication to a new level and allowed us To seek the Lord, to have alone time, to deal with our big feelings before we dump on each other. I don't know if that's hitting home for anybody, but just know that you're not alone. Like we all go through these big feelings, right? If you have kids, you know you have big feelings and sometimes you don't know what to do with them. But I'll tell you what you don't do with them is you take it out on someone else. You take it up with the Lord first.
0: Thank you for that real life example, Erica. You made it so practical for us today. And Mm -hmm. I knew having you on here, that's how you would bless these women in so many ways, but bringing it down to real life, because Mm -hmm. what you said about wanting to avoid a situation, right? You don't want to get hurt. What I challenge all of you listening today to ask yourself the next time you're trying to avoid one of those conversations is who am I seeking approval from? Just like Erica said. Yeah. And as you were talking about your real life example, it really made me think When we are speaking at someone and trying to take it out on them, it's because we don't feel seen. We don't Mm. feel known. We don't feel understood. Yeah. So my challenge would also be, if you're feeling that way, do you really trust that God loves you? Do you really feel like he knows you? Do you really feel like you're seen by him? And it's okay if the answer is no, but if it's no, I challenge you to be brave enough to sit with that. And get in his word and ask him and be honest with him. Like, God, I don't feel seen, known or loved by you. How can we change this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just add to that. Sometimes we're seeking approval from our partner because we love them so much and we're not getting that affirmation. We're not getting the validation. We're feeling like they maybe take us for granted or they're they're not interested in how we feel or what's important to us. And if you feel that way, I think it's important to express that when you're not in a heightened state of emotion, number one. And then number two, even if you do communicate it and it's still not leading to a fruitful place where you're bridging gaps, I would remember Exodus 14, 14. It says here, the Lord will fight for you and you only have to be silent. That's it. Like you don't need to prove your point, girl. You're good. God will take care of it. It'll be in his time. And in that waiting, it's producing something in you, that perseverance, right? That deepening of your faith, that deepening of your trust. The only way it happens is when you actually exercise that patience and control yourself to wait. Okay. And you're not going to do it by yourself. Obviously self-control is a fruit of the spirit. So Put yourself in the presence of the Lord. Open up your Bible. Turn on the worship music. Start singing around your house, worshiping to the Lord with your loudest praise voice, right? And just be praying. Go into your closet. You don't need to tell your husband you're praying for him. You don't need to tell your your friends you're praying for them. Pray in secret and the father will see it, right? He hears you. We see it over and over, especially in the Psalms. I cried out to the Lord and he heard me. Answer my prayer, O Lord, right? He is going to take care of you but you might not think it will come in the way that you're hoping for it. And that's another area that we can probably talk about on a different day, but expectations are very much a dead end for us sometimes. So what you're expecting of others is honestly, sometimes just a reflection of what you expect from God. You expect him to just be answering your prayers in the way that you said it, coming through in the way that you expected it, that you were hoping. And then when it, when it turns out not to be the case, you know, then you have the consequences of those negative emotions. So, you know, just be aware of that and be aware of what you're feeling, what you're really hoping for, and what expectations you're placing, not just on the person you're communicating with, but on the Lord too.
0: So good. And I love the verse so many that you brought us to, but it says also he who sees you in secret will reward you. And we don't do it for the reward, right? That's mm-hmm. not why we do it, but he's just so good. He doesn't just see us. He rewards us, he which goes to your expectations. It might not be in the way we expect it, right. but we f- we trust. We have right. faith. It means we believe in the things that are unseen. Yeah. So this yeah. reward of peace or presence or patience, mm-hmm. it's unseen, but it's That's still right. a reward. That's right. So Erica... Thank you so much for blessing us big time today. How can my women come and find you?
1: Well, I hang out on Her Renew Strength, the podcast, and we have a private community that we do Bible study in. So you can come hang out with us and we're actually going to be digging into Habakkuk or Habakkuk. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) We're going to be going through that book in March. And it's a really great time to join us because we're going to go line by line over the course of three weeks and Paige's in there, you know, we all hang out, we support each other, pray over each other. And the podcast, I talk about time management, anxiety, biblical mindset, as it pertains to the things that we worry about and all the things that we do in a day. So uh, those are the best places to hang out with me and just get to know me a little more.
0: And I can promise you that you want to get to know this woman more. She is so full of wisdom and light and love. And I genuinely do love you, sister. I know that you got, oh yeah, she's got her shirt on today. Be the light. And she genuinely <laughs> is that, but I love you, you so much. I love you so I'm much. so grateful that you're a part of my life and I love all of you listening today. And I know that you were just as blessed as I was. So we're going to have a great week and I'll see you guys back on Monday. Mwah. Bye. Sister, I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode, or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that He did. I want to ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other women like us find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy, and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash faith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray that, For a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.